What's good, guys? You're listening to Shea Universe, and this is The Social with Bashak on The Beat London, 103.6 FM. You're listening listening to The Beat London, London, 103.6 FM. Welcome back to The Social. You are listening to Bashak on The Beat London. Now, I've been speaking about it all show, and as part of our British Female Artist Series, we have the lovely Shea Universe along to chat with me. We will be very much tapping into her universe. Hi, Shay. How are you? Hello. I am good. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So lovely to have you here with us. Yes, man. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Of course. Amazing. So I have to start by asking where did you get this incredible name from because I, I love it it's like all things are in my universe what, wow. what it came about what was the it's a manifestation or it feels so strong like how did you get to mm. I really love the way that you just interpreted that like yeah it is it is a very strong and powerful name actually but funnily enough when I first um when I first decided to like call myself Shay Universe it was my sister that actually helped me decide on the name we were just um before I was called Shay Universe I was just called Shay um and at some point actually I was called like Shay Artist this is in the very very early stages of my career and um I got to the point where I was just like this is just so boring and so dry like most most music artists have like artists at the end of their name etc so but with my sister she gave me some creative inspo and came up with Shay Universe and I was like oh that actually has a little ring to it it kind of stuck and then yeah down the line it turns out the way that my my career works out a lot of things they just end up aligning you know just like the universe just like the stars in the universe and I'm a big believer in the power of words and the power of names and what you call yourself so yeah I feel like that was definitely you know a name that I was always supposed to have and um yeah it was always supposed to be amazing you were the greatest before you do it that kind of thing <laughs> Drake line, you know whatever it's beautiful and it's it's cool because you know you definitely I think with that call more to your presence and your being by na- by virtue of being a universe and we're all mini universes but we're not all aware of it so a hundred percent a hundred percent i'm a poet so i'm a spit lyrical to you okay okay <laughs> wonderful thank you uh let's talk about your latest track featuring koji radical um called royalty mm-hmm. um you said and i quote the queen is here, moving unapologetically and letting it be known what regal sounds like. Mm-hmm. Let's let that sit for a minute, because <laughs> my girl didn't come to play. Should at everyone all, know? At all, at all. Mm. Yeah. What does that song mean to you? And why did you feel like this one was an important one to push out into the world? You know, um, I feel like I've always been someone that's just about, you know, empowering people, women specifically, but people in general. Um, That's always been me. It's what I've stood for, represented. However, like, and a lot of people won't really go as deep as to be this, like, brutally honest and transparent. Like, I have, you know, behind closed doors, my internal process, the internal work that I've been doing, I have, like, had to, I've had to do a lot to get to a point where I actually feel deserving of everything that's happening in my life you know what i'm saying because it's like it's one thing to be blessed and it's one thing to be stepping into your calling and as you said realizing that you're a universe etc it's another thing to genuinely 
believe that you are worth everything that is coming your way. You know, there are so many things that we go through in life that chip away at that belief, you know, for whatever reason, make us feel like, oh, we don't deserve this or we're not good enough for this, etc. And I've always been a very humble character, sometimes humble to a fault, humble to a point where I, I actually don't even view myself the way that I should right. view myself. You got a whole you know? little weight to it, right? <laughs> exactly. And where so are you song, in the conversation almost? Exactly, exactly. And so this song was literally like my real life awakening to like, you are a queen. You have been blessed with this gift to yeah. share this with the world and, you know, give other people that vim, that that belief that they need to be able to go out and do whatever they need to do. So yeah, this is really, this is really pivotal and monumental for me personally, because it's been a personal barrier that I fully come past. I'm ready to step into my, mm. you know, my power fully now. This is what this song is. Mm -hmm. Preaching on a Sunday. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh my God. I have to say though, because what you're speaking about essentially is imposter syndrome. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to challenge you on air and ask you, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm sure you've already worked through this, but let's talk about it. Your mm -hmm. imposter syndrome or my imposter syndrome, for example, right? It doesn't serve mm -hmm. anybody. <laughs> what mm -hmm. does serve somebody is you doing, like you said, what you were born and put on this earth to do and me doing what I was born on this earth to do because I understand that conception and it's a false dichotomy almost where it's mm -hmm. like... Uh, the, the the spirit telling you the wrong thing it's not the good spirit it's the bad one right <laughs> and, 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 and exactly you look at yourself a certain way and, and what happens when you go against that and you say actually i'm not going to believe this narrative i'm going to believe a different one exactly exactly and it's like that's what makes this moment this this release this song um, the video is coming out on Friday, by the way. Just thought I would quickly plug that in there. <laughs> but that's what makes this whole thing, you know, that much more special because now I truly do believe, you know. Not to say I didn't have belief in myself before, but there comes a point in every person's life where it's like it actually clicks. It genuinely clicks. It you does. Know? Yeah. You gotta just go with the, you gotta go with the flow sometimes as well. Exactly. Let, let, it, let, let it reveal itself to you in beautiful ways. And how was it working with someone who's such a lyricist like Koji Radical? Because he's also powerful. Like he's he is a, literally a with the walking, wing. Yeah, man. He's literally like a walking ball of power. It's ridiculous. Like huh? working with Koji, I mean, we've been friends for a while. We've been friends for like since like 2016, 2017. He initially discovered me through like social media i used to post these covers before i actually became my own artist so it's been very full circle because koji was actually the first person to ever feature me on like a song you wow. know on someone else's song yeah he was the first person to ever do that that was a song called um in god's uh, sorry seven that was a project called in god's body the song was called 700 pennies mm -hmm. and um yeah i had no clout no nothing at that point in time he didn't care he literally was just like i love your voice jump on the song done that and now he is the first feature on this song which is the first rollout single from my first ever body of work so it's a real full circle like thing uh. and i don't know if you've ever been around koji don't know if you've ever met him encountered him but he is like it's just so inspirational mm -hmm. you know even on set for the video it's my song you know i'm the main artist behind the song however i was just like watching him in awe like how do you just you know Operate. he just does it yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah he's honestly yeah. there's some people that are just born to be stars and he's mm -hmm. one of those people 
you know. I, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, and but but I, but I know he's a man with power. That's how I would define mm-hmm. him. Who has the weight, and he means what he says, and like 100%. a man's man in those good ways. Where like because of what he spits, I already know he's a real deal, and that's. Mm-hmm. So, so. Mm-hmm. And actually, speaking of alignment, what what more could you want? That's confirmation that you're exactly. Here. How how beautiful when those. 360 full circle moments come in life all we can do is be grateful and 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 sink and absorb them in yeah exactly exactly and that's that's where i'm at i'm super grateful man very very cool speaking of music videos uh, i i love music videos i've always loved them mtv's like the og right channel where you go and watch it as a, as a young child oh yeah of course yeah, yeah, yeah. how <laughs> is it now being you're an artist as you mentioned yeah um and then having the creative control, or let me ask, do you have the creative control to shoot your own kind of concepts and things? And what concepts uh, do you kind of lean towards? Um, so regarding creative control, absolutely. I have 100% creative control because I'm entirely independent. I'm not signed to any majors. I don't even, I ha- I'm not signed to anyone, actually. No publishing deal, no nothing. And I also manage myself, too. So... Um, you know, whereas people would usually have like a manager that's sorting out certain things, a lot of things I deal with very directly. At most, maybe I'll have a bit of help from my PA, but I am, you know, very hands-on, fully in the loop with everything that involves me. Now, I am getting to a stage in my career where it is getting a bit much for just me alone to handle. So I feel like I probably will need to take on a manager soon. However, the perks of being entirely independent and managing yourself is as you said you get to literally do what you want when you want i can say oh i have this idea for this song i see this and then present it to a director and they literally just bring it to life you know um there's no one dictating that for me right now which i really love and i really i'm grateful for in terms of the the concepts and the ideas behind my music videos honestly they they come from different places you know and they don't always just entirely come from my brain as well i have to be honest sometimes it will be like a a video director for example this most recent video for royalty was a uh, a concept that was brought to me by a video director he said look i see x y and z i said okay looked at the treatment really loved what he brought to the table thought it matched you know what i'm doing with myself my branding and we just made it work that way so it works in different ways honestly Mm -hmm. um but I guess now that I've released a good couple amount of videos, I have noticed that some of the running themes in my videos tend to be like empowerment. You know, you watch visuals and you feel, just feel inspired. Powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah powerful, yeah, yeah. powerful. So I'm fi- um, feel inspired to just like, don't know, go out and do whatever it is that you do. So yeah, empowerment is definitely a running theme in my in my visuals. Yeah. What a beautiful, got empowerment, got royalty, got universe, got <laughs> a spiritual <laughs> being. All the key words, man. All the good stuff coming your way. Hopefully, more blessings on top of blessings. Thank you. Always, always, always amazing. Let's talk about um, the UK rap and R&B scene, specifically R&B. Actually, I want to focus on because mm-hmm. I think we're killing it right now. We're really popping, and and there are so many talented people out there. Personally, Definitely. I don't know that we support each other as much as we could. Mm. Uh, like I'm an artist, I'm not, but <laughs> 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 part of the you're right though, you're right, you're right. But there's a there's a lack of kind of collaboration, I think, that I see. And I just wanted mm. to touch on if that's the case sitting on your side of the fence. And and, and also kind of beyond that, right, because I'm also solution orientated. What can we mm. do, do you feel like from a kind of UK music scene generally mm. to help push each other more? Because Americans have got that stuff down. Can I tell mm-hmm. you? Like, the one thing Americans do very well is they 
bolster and they support and they uplift not only their own but absolutely mm. everyone else around in their network right all they have to know is know you and that's good enough or a reason to help um, how do we how do we do that you know i have thought about this for a very long time and mm. you know being someone that's that first kind of was initiated into this uk music scene not really, not really initiated but you know started to see my name amongst conversations as someone who is in the uk music scene that that started from probably like 2016 2017 um and i can say that between then and now i have definitely seen an improvement there's definitely become like i can see that there's more spaces being made for r&b to come through to push through the uk has never really had a space for r&b they've never really championed Championed R&B. I feel like the UK is very, you know, rap, grime oriented. Um, they have, you know, same-ish things that they usually champion and put to the forefront. You know, the tastemakers like to stick to what they know. That's what we've known for a very long time in the UK. Um, and so because of that, as a result of that, I do feel like amongst the actual R&B community, it's also kind of trickle down to us and made us feel like oh because it's not champion there's not really space for all of us to thrive there's probably only like there's only space for like one or two of us to make it and then the door kind of closes you know mm. there is a bit of that whole vibe there's enough spaces so we gotta jump on the island that we have and that's it right, right. exactly i can't help you because there's only so many and that's kind of the that is true. We don't have as big a population and a big as a market share, but that's mm-hmm. how that's how you expand market share, right? You bring, exactly you pull it out of people. You pull it out exactly, exactly. So it's something that I feel like we can definitely fight. It just takes us as the artists, like you know, I don't know, working with each other more. I also feel like crossing. Dare I say it? Because I guess this then makes it not just a UK thing, and then it involves America, etc. But as we've seen many times before, like you know, UK artists would travel over to America, for example, LMA, for example, Tiana Major Nine, these kind of R&B artists, and it's only when they touch down in America and they start doing crazy things, then all of a sudden it's like, wow, UK's golden child, you know? The UK now kind of wants to tag along. But mm. I rate it, you know? If it's if we're looking at in the interest of the artist, do what you need to do to become a global star. If you're not getting that from the UK, then branch out if you need to. Sometimes it takes... Um actually i mean don't mean to drink, quote drake every minute but i actually remember a quote from drake he <laughs> you said love drake document- don't you i can tell at a, at, a, at a documentary he said it took u.s acceptance mm. for canadian pride wow i remember that line so vivid- vividly and i think that's a little bit of what you're saying here yeah it takes a certain level of someone else seeing something in you and to americans we're always interesting we're always going to be different we're always going to have a texture to us our voices our style all the point all these exactly things. and and you know if you got to go get that international piece go ahead yeah, all you know I, i'm not against it at all but you know obviously ideally i would love for the uk to create their own little like to, yeah. to create a space to champion us before we feel like we need to go abroad to then you know get that get that that credit Mm-hmm. 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 so i just you know all you can do is hope that it gets better and that we just continue to you know Triple create down. more spaces for r&b mm-hmm. absolutely beautifully said very very cool thank you i guess thank the you. next thing that i wanted to ask is around your musical journey um, because mm-hmm. i feel like in terms of the music that you write in terms of the music the content themes that you choose you're extremely kind of vulnerable uh, mm. at times and and some of the contents uh, content themes specifically are so vulnerable does that ever get challenging as a, as a, as a woman 
am as a black woman does that ever become a thing where you're like am i revealing too much or actually do you enjoy mm. it does it give like what does it give you if so it must give you something mm. right because yeah, I, no, honestly, you really you're not afraid to go there and i admire it so much i think vulnerability is strength but um how, how do you so much. process it and, and, and work with it mm. you know honestly um this i'm so glad that you asked this question such a good question i feel like as a black woman in this in this uk um industry um i've been in so many situations where i've realized that people have this idea of what kind of artist i'm supposed to be you know like what kind of vibe i'm supposed to give off like Mm. um i hate to say it but a lot of black female artists in the UK are expected to just I don't know there's like a certain label they put on it it's like this kind of bad B category and if you're not that then Then you're not like yeah exactly like you're not (laughs) what are you basically um but I take I take so much pride in the fact that I am I'm I'm literally a living testimony that you don't need to do that because of the vulnerability that I show in my songs and in my music, it's a it's a conscious choice that I make. I mean, firstly, it's what naturally comes to me. I write all of my songs from a personal standpoint. I don't have writers, you know, I write for myself. And so it all comes from things that are very real to me, first and foremost. Secondly, because I've experienced that thing of like, people trying to like put me in a box or, you know, make me feel like I need to be a certain way. It's almost like my way of rebelling and saying, actually, no, this is me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it well. And then eventually, after it gets to a certain point, you are also going to find yourself liking the same thing that you condemned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the energy behind behind what I'm that trying takes, to do here. So That takes power, though, to be able to kind of go, I'm going to tell you who I am and you're going to sit there and listen. And I know you're going to like it because I'm talented mm-hmm. AF, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but, you know, power. not even... Not even in a pompous way, you know, because I'm, I'm <laughs> the most far from... <laughs> so... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm genuinely the most far from pompous. However, however, as, as I was saying before, there's a point you get to where, as a music artist, you just, you have to believe in what you're doing. Otherwise, there's going to, like, you encounter far too many people that are pulling you in different directions. And if you don't believe in what you're doing, they're going to pull mm. you into what they believe you should be doing. And then you're going to end up doing that. And it's not going to be out of even, you know, let's, let's point out, it's not going to be out of a malicious intent. I'm sure there's people around you, you know, mm-hmm. your family or your sister or whoever else to kind of go, oh, I think you should even wear this today for this shoot. And you're going to feel like me. And you have to hear your own voice first. Everybody else is a complimentary cherry on the top. Nah, this nice conversation to have. <laughs> is like A1. Honestly, it's taking the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what it is. You have to be discerning enough to to know when it's like, okay, this advice is helpful. This is some sort of direction. Mm. And know when actually, yeah, this is just an opinion and it doesn't really go with me. So mm. yeah, that vulnerability is in my music is something I absolutely love. I, I don't think I will ever stop giving vulnerability in my music because it's just me. Absolutely. And also it's what your audience probably now expects from you. There's there's can we talk about that? The kind of pressure that you now probably have a little bit, which is I, I know shit, you and now you can't even do some artificial stuff because mm-hmm. it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna resonate with your core base and, and they're gonna they want that from you and the more because they want you and then in mm-hmm. the truest version, the most real version of you is the one that shares XYZ. So, you know, mm-hmm. so beautiful and, and so admire your your uh kind of willingness to go there yeah 100 percent, man i feel like mm. 
Yeah, it's it's so crazy. It's like you go from when you're an un, a completely unknown artist, you go from like trying to prove yourself or trying to establish I'm this type of artist to then doing that and then having your fan base kind of expect this as a minimum from you, you know, it kind of switch flips on its head. It's really interesting. <laughs> what a journey. What a beautiful journey. Very, very Absolutely. cool. And let's talk about your kind of songwriting a little bit as well while we're talking mm-hmm. about vulnerability. Um, you have such a kind of rich voice and you have such a presence Thank in your you. projects that I really enjoy. There's almost like a s- intentional intentional sonical kind of input right mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're choosing your 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 phrases and your words very well and that comes from someone who understands i think the power of words mm-hmm. i get a sense that you very much do um and how do you choose then right the kinds of songs you're going to write is it very much like i went through heartbreak so i'm talking about heartbreak or you know or is it how, yeah how do you operate in, in in that realm because that's the first seed you're planting for the for the song to flourish yeah you're right you're you're right mm-hmm. i think it comes in different ways sometimes it comes in the session i'll go into the session with my producer i'll sit down um he will make a beat from scratch mm-hmm. and it will bring out whatever in me i feel like you know as human beings we're like sponges yeah i can be talking to you right now and you analogy yeah we are we're like sponges and so you know when i say that i mean it on a deeper level in the sense that i can be talking to you you can be you know smiling happy all of that kind of stuff but you could have had a very traumatic day and you could have had you know you, they, there could be things in you that you haven't expressed and maybe you have no desire to express mm-hmm. to me um and you're able to keep a uh, poker face you do what you need to do move on with your day and then you go into the studio session and you hear a song and the chords in that song literally bring out the trauma that you just you were experiencing at 12 p.m earlier that day and you pour it out into the song do you understand this is how some of the songs happen um just on the spot whatever it is i'm release my body at that time i release mm. exactly and then sometimes i might already have something in my mind that i desperately really need to talk about something that's bugging me something that's making me sad or making me angry and so i take that into the studio session i tell my producer this is how i'm feeling and this is what i want to express and then he will create something in line with that emotion so then i basically have dictated that direction as opposed to sitting down letting him do what he does and then just finding Mm. where it sits within me Mm. so there's that as well um and then sometimes um i actually used to be a poet as well (laughs) i started with poetry yeah so it kind of i've always had loved english literature that was like my favorite subject in school yeah exactly started writing little rhymes um little poems and then poems and songs are very very similar you know you can literally lay a poem over a song and all of a sudden boom it becomes a song Mm. you know as long as you have the voice to carry it but yeah they're very similar so I sometimes would write little, little short bits that I, that just come to my mind, put them in my notes, and then when I get into the studio with my producer, I, there's now a song or a beat that I feel like, oh, this little short thing that I wrote could go into it. I, mm. I, you know, lay that down and then develop it, and then it kind of sprouts into a song. So there's honestly different ways that songs come about, you know. I love that. So yeah, I like that you said it sprouts into a song as well. It, it tells you, right? Sometimes, mm-hmm. I even with, I mean, I, I can reference it with poetry more than songwriting, but it tells you after a while what it's going to be. And you have to allow mm-hmm. that process and, and that maturity to come through. And you always know when you're done. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? It's like, okay, you're ready or you're not. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. <laughs> 
very very cool beautiful actually some of what you were saying in terms of the different ways that you write songs we had uh earthgang on the show and okay. one thing he said which i thought was quite salacious and great which i wanted to share with you was um they sometimes in engineer situations in their own lives because they want yeah. to talk about things so for example if he wants to talk about heartbreak with his girlfriend Mm-hmm. You'll like go pick a fight <laughs> in real life. I'm so right done. to then have the moment and the the fuel, right? The real life fuel that that moment will give him. To uh, then go and write that song. Wow. To, to then write that song. Has that been anything that you've kind of consciously or unconsciously think you've done? Or no? Nah, we don't touch that. Nah, <laughs> I can't lie. That's I've too never, much for us. I've, yeah, I've never like <laughs> intentionally put myself in the scenario to then be able to gr- get a certain emotion from it to then write a song. Honestly, the like all the yeah to ask that's so good. <laughs> all the so- I have I like, how songs. messy are you? Let's talk about like, that. Honestly, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to imagine going and starting just picking a random argument with me just so that I can write a song. I feel so like oh my gosh afterwards I feel so bad. <laughs> but just, it's for the art, babe. It's for the art. <laughs> You knew who I was and you got to go with me. Imagine just putting him through all that distress and after being like, baby, it's, it's all right. Men deserve it. it. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Shay. We're going to get into a very quick break. You're listening to Bashak on The Beat London on my show, The Social. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Beat London with me, Bashak, on my show, The Social. And we are getting social with the lovely Shay Universe. Yes. Hi, how are you? Still with us? Yes, still here, still kicking. Love it, love it, love it. Very, very cool. So before the break, we had all about kind of Shay the artist, right? But Mm -hmm. you are, um, by virtue of your own words, right? A multidimensional being. Yes. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Let's call it. Let's get personal. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Even more. (laughs) How would you describe yourself in three words? Oh my gosh. This one honestly is so hard because I have so many different sides to myself. Uh, But just off the top of my head, I would say empathetic. Um, uh, Reflective. Okay, second one. And (laughs) the last one I would say is outgoing. Empathetic, reflective and outgoing. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there was probably better words I could have chosen, but I, me, me and pressure being put on the spot, girl, I'll be trying. I was yeah, being too nice you. to you. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give you some journalistic them. Otherwise, <laughs> just gonna give you some squeezing. I love it. Very cool. Um, and at, at the social here, we we are all about uplifting community. Um, and we are all, you know, individually and collectively really passionate, for example, around helping young people in particular get into media, get into jobs, that kind of thing. What is your passion points? Just so people can get to know you better. Like what social causes do you really care about? What makes your blood boil? Let's not talk about the royalty because I can't have that conversation right now. <laughs> talking about blood okay. boil. Ooh, these are some really good questions. My passion points. Okay, well, I'm passionate about all things to do with women mm. um um all women all affairs to do with women i mean naturally like women of color ethnic yes. my minority groups i like that is where my heart is because i am a woman of color you know absolutely uh, but i'm here for all women generally speaking um i also 
my passion points. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> where, where, where? I was, I was like, like in church on a Sunday. Like, seriously, like oh, people don't ever usually ask me that. That's such a cool question. Um, I have to think about this. Okay, so I'm very passionate about um back home as well all things mm-hmm. to do with like my my homeland which is nigeria i was actually mm-hmm. born in nigeria before i came here i came here at the age of four so i'm blessed to have like perspective from both of those kind of worlds and those cultures mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm passionate about, i mean to be honest with you, we can take it even wider and just say that i'm passionate about africa in general because i am mm-hmm. the only reason why i hesitate to say that is because i really don't know about all the continents as much as i should do you know but it's a process i'm gradually learning more about that continent um all the different places the different cultures the history etc like stuff like that um i'm really passionate about the music industry as well uh mainly because you know it's a male-dominated industry and so you know being a woman you really like there's just things that you notice and there's boundaries to be set and rules rules quote unquote to be broken because there's rules that have been put in place by men in order to kind of yeah to just keep us in a place where we are lower quote unquote than them or etc stuff like that so Mm. i'm very passionate about that in terms of things that boil my blood Mm. um unnecessarily unnecessary rudeness spoils my blood i feel like in this generation yeah i don't know if it's just me but i feel like it's kind of being glamorized or like romanticized to be Mm. rude and standoffish Mm. especially girls almost like that kind of the bad b vibe like we're so hot like you know what i'm saying you can't you can't sit here that that vibe 100% 100% you can't sit here I'm too expensive for you you know mm. what I'm saying like Perfect. that kind of <laughs> that kind of vibe and it's like <laughs> personally my personal view is and some people might find this controversial I don't really mind I don't think that's cute you know what I'm, no, thinking, you know what I'm saying I don't think it's cute. cute I don't think yeah. it's realistic and I don't think it's un- sustainable because you okay, can't get far exactly you know people like to glamorize all of this kind of stuff like i'm unreachable i'm higher than thou etc mm. but in real life people cannot deal with that people cannot get along with that you can't live a productive... access to you as well like you're not approachable and what exactly. is cute is love love is cute <laughs> love is exactly girl we get it i like you i like you because you. <laughs> you just you get it you get it love is cute you know and love is is what 100 worth glamorizing it's just this is my personal belief so yeah i mean that really grinds my gears because i encounter that a lot i encounter that whole kind of you know higher than thou um snobbish kind of mm. attitude from people in the industry at times mm. um because it can be quite superficial as well as an industry yeah, 100%. I feel like people have taken this whole thing of, you know, you need to believe in your own source to a whole nother level where it's like, yeah, believe in yourself. But well, now you're yeah, you know, we're all still human beings at the end of the day. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of one final thing that boils my blood. Or boils my blood. I quite like that you can't think of one final thing. I like that you have more things for things that you're passionate about. Though. Yeah, that cool. yeah, that is quite awesome. cool. I mean... Yeah, nothing is actually immediately coming to mind right now, but it's, that's not really as the monarchy. To <laughs> Honest, okay, okay. Oh my gosh, the you monarchy. Just got me you just got me started. No, we can't. Literally, monarchy. The monarchy. Up there. Full stop. Up there. Um, I'm confused. Well, that, like, the government as well. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, okay. I, I say Boris Johnson weekly on this show. Oh, like, my the monarchy is a new addition, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the government is not. The government oh, is not. Exactly. Why? Yeah, they just boil my blood on a day-to-day basis. Like, like to the point where boil, like, a flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally. you there. 
I have a few choice words for a lot of that cabinet. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Let's play a quick game before I let you go. Um, okay. Now, I know that a lot of people say they're music fans, yada, yada, yada. You're a music mm-hmm. artist, yada, yada, yada. Cool. Let's see how true that is. Oh my gosh. You, oh my gosh. All right. Now, as I mentioned, uh, kind of off air, my producer Fabian came up with these. She is queen of the kind of R&B 90s era. I'm just all okay. questions. FML. All right. <laughs> Let me start that again. And the, the category is iconic hits. Iconic hits. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. What decade is the hit single Do Up That Thing by Lauren Hill from? Is it nineteen ninety? What decade? Uh, decade. Oh, oh, sorry, decade. I thought you said year. Um, the nineties. Yeah, yeah. That's that's also because I just told you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you knew. I'm sure you knew. Um, okay, cool. Second one. This is a bit more tricky. I didn't know this. Uh, you are a songwriter. What number one Beyonce song did Nia write? Number one Beyonce song that Nia wrote. I didn't know this either. There we go. Shut up, baby. Was it? Um, okay, wait. If I get the first guess wrong, can I guess the second one? Can I guess yeah. the second part? Yeah, okay. Was, was it Halo? No, okay. Should I give you a hint? Um, it's a really good way of giving you a hint. I want to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, give me a hint to the left. To the yes. left, yes, yeah. It, um, irrepla- irreplaceable, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. We just took these together. <laughs> Sorry, <Phil. laughs> I love it. Great. Uh, third. Third question, uh, which TLC hit is about the unrealistic p- portrayals of beauty? Uh, 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 oh, the name, the name. Wait, it's unrealistic not portrayals of beauty. It's in unrealistic the- portrayals. I can give you three options. Do you want your okay? Wheels? Okay, waterfalls, mm-hmm. unpretty, mm-hmm. or no scrubs. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty. <laughs> It's so giggly today. It's great. Okay. You tick. Uh, and your last question. I'm not going to help you at all for this okay. one. The film The Prince of Egypt has a stunning soundtrack with an Academy Award winning song. Please name the song and the voice that sing the voices that sing it. There's two. Could you just could you repeat that question one more time? Yeah, sorry. The film The Prince of Egypt has a stunning soundtrack with an Academy Award-winning song. Please name what the song is and name the two voices that sing it. The film uh, Prince of Egypt has Prince of Egypt. Is so that it's a, so it's a song that was created as a soundtrack for the Prince of Egypt, the movie or film. Prince, the Prince. You know what? I fully haven't watched the Prince of Egypt, man. I mean, I, have you watched it? No. So I, I told you anyway. This is it a Disney? Is it a Disney film? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a I'm trying to fit, man. Okay, I'm just gonna take. And okay, basically, I'm supposed to name two people that sang a song in this. I'm literally gonna yeah. just guessing because I have not watched this film. Okay, fine. Um, okay, Prince of pretty Egypt, big Prince names Egypt. like the queens of things. Whitney Houston. Yeah, and. Come on, special Oh my god! Okay, Whitney Houston. Uh, 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 uh. Brandy. No. No, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston. You're gonna stay on this line until you get it. Like that level Wait. though. Whitney, Whitney level. At that level? He's alive currently, yeah. Oh, alive currently. Yeah. Whitney Houston. It's not, it's not, it's not Shaka Khan, is it? 
Um, she had an album called The Emancipation of Mariah Carey. Yeah. I forgot yeah! every single one. <laughs> ah! Love it. That was it. Thank you for the game. Oh, all nah. of them right with my complete support. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate the support. I appreciate the support. Amazing. Got wow. it. I need to watch The Prince of Egypt then. I need to do a lot. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, before I let you go, could you please let us know what's coming up next for you and uh, your plug your socials as well? Absolutely. So I actually have a brand spanking new music Ooh. video coming out this Friday for my song Royalty featuring Cody Radical and honestly hands down this is my best video to date so please Ooh. please you know what I'm saying it. run it up give it some views run you know what I'm up. saying tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend um, and yeah that video is going to be one of the first videos leading up to my first ever ever body of work like I'm going to be releasing my first ever body of work this year which is a huge deal for me I'm super excited so yeah just you know keep a lookout for me if you want to follow my journey um hit me up I'm, I'm open I'm here to chat it's at Shades Universe on both Instagram and Twitter that is S-H-A-E-S followed by Universe thank you so much oh my goodness thank you Shay it's been such a pleasure you're welcome back anytime you guys heard her here first go run up that music video <laughs> Get them streams going and follow this amazing chick. Thank you so Aww, much. Thank you. All right, guys, this is The Beat London. You're listening to The Social. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>